where the star shines high in the heavens, shedding abroad a tranquil light. Come is the time salvation now beckons. God is made man for us this night. Heaven and earth in him are united. For Christ is born, his glory sing. For Christ is born, his glory sing. Now nebizirka yasna zasaya, ilubium svidlom siyaye, priyapsvasinya namza vitala, Bovefleyem irazdayes, Shobzem luznebom bodnoz lutchete, Christos rozdils yaslavite, Christos rozdils yaslavite. Christos rozdayetsya, slavite yoho, Christ is born. Let us glorify him. This is Father Basil Malovany again, and I hope everyone is having a beautiful and joyous Christmas celebration wherever you are in the world today. So today, um, I want to talk about a feast day that happens just a few days after Christmas. It's called the Feast of the Holy Family. Um, so in our tradition, the Ukrainian Catholic tradition, St. Joseph, the spouse of Mary, is celebrated on the Sunday after Christmas. That's when the Eastern Church celebrates St. Joseph. And the Holy Family is more of a Roman Catholic feast that's uh, celebrated uh, after Christmas as well. Um, but it is an important feast, I think, for all Christians to contemplate about. You know, how does the family of Mary and Joseph and Jesus apply to us who are living today? What can we learn about that holy family? Why are they called the holy family? What do they do to become so special in God's eyes? Well, in my previous podcasts, I have talked about who Mary and Joseph were. I talked a little bit about the the year of St. Joseph, which is coming to an end very quickly. This 2021, uh, the Pope Francis uh, had designated as the year of St. Joseph. And I've talked about Mary, the mother of God, many times in my podcast as well. uh, How she was obedient to the will of God. How she said yes to the angel. How she said, um, you know, she was going to be uh, the Theotokos, that she was going to be the one prepared to bear Jesus into the world. So you've heard a little bit, if you listen to my previous podcasts, about these two special individuals 
Mary and Joseph, the parents of Jesus. And then, of course, we know that Jesus, being the Son of God, being God in the flesh, you know, the divine person here on earth, uh, was part of that uh, holy family as well. So it's really uh, interesting when we call it the holy family, it is holy in that way because God eternal was part of that family. You know, the God that came down to this earth uh, was part of that holy family uh, on this earth. So what made the holy family so special? Well, you know, like any family who lives in today's world, they had their struggles as well. They weren't, it wasn't like this holy family never had to worry about anything in their lives, never had to, uh, you know, fight temptation, fight, um, the, the, the things that are happening around the world. Um, just a couple of examples. We know the story right after Jesus was born. Um, we read this. Uh, gospel again on the Sunday after Christmas in our Eastern Catholic tradition where Herod found out that the, 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 uh, astrologers, the wise men whom he wanted to trick to tell him where Jesus was born in Bethlehem, they had gone home a different way to their own country and Herod, Herod was very, very angry and massacred, you know, the, all the, uh, baby, male babies two years and under in that locality. And of course, Joseph was warned about this beforehand by an angel in a dream and had to escape to Egypt with Mary and Jesus. So, you know, that's this one example of how um, you know, uh, Joseph and Mary had a lot of, um, a lot of, um, difficulties in their lives. Their life, their earthly life was nowhere near as glorious as we think it was. It was glorious because of their, uh, obedience to God, but it was certainly not, um, uh, always an easy life for them. And of course we know the story before Jesus was born and the journey to Bethlehem and and the, the night that Jesus was born that they couldn't find anywhere for uh to to lay their head. Uh all the inns, all the rooms in the inn were taken up. So uh, those are the two stories that we could see um how the holy family had to uh navigate through the obstacles that we often find in this world as well. Uh, so I think that's where I'm going to start today. This to give uh, those examples of how the Holy Family trusted in God to navigate those different obstacles of life. And how can we learn from that? You know, uh, what are we facing right now that is challenging to us? that we think that we can never overcome, 
that we think that we can never um, you know, get over the hump, uh, so to say, that, that, that there's something in our lives that is so oppressing on us, so um, tumultuous to us that we just, is this always on our mind and we can never get over it? Well, you know, when we look at uh, these examples I just gave to you, they had to trust in the Lord in their journey in life, like we have to. And God, you know, was with them the whole time, just like he is with us. So we can never, ever uh, give up our hope that God is going to lead us out of those dark times in our life, out of those times in our life that we seem to uh, have no no faith, no understanding of of uh, what God's will is in our life. That we think everything is negative, everything is 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 never going to be right again. So, so as we go on in the in the story of the Holy Family, and they come back from Egypt after Herod King Herod dies. Um, we know that they didn't want to go back to the, uh, their original town. So they went, um, you know, where do they go? They went to, to Nazareth, right? So that Jesus was called the Nazarene. And, the, you know, again, when we have to go somewhere new, if we have to have a new experience, a new job, a new place that we have to move to because of our work commitments or because of uh, where our family is. You know, sometimes we, we find that very difficult. We find it very challenging to have to leave the place where we feel comfortable in, to leave the place where we, we seem to, um, you know, have our friends, have our uh, companions have all those things we want, and then we have to move somewhere else where we know nobody, where we, where basically everyone is strangers to us, and and that's an example where they had to do the same thing. They had to move to this new location. Um, they may they might have had some family there. We don't really know, or they might have known someone, but for the most part, I think that they they found it. You know, as difficult as we would find it today to be with newer people that um, they didn't really uh, know that well. Uh, they had to make new friends and contacts. And um, they they trusted in God again in that, that they had to overcome those different challenges. And then we, we uh, read later on in the Gospels, where uh, Mary and Joseph took um, Jesus um, to um, the temple when he was uh, 12 years old. And, of course, we remember that famous story where they were going home with their friends and relatives, and Jesus was not to be found among them. He got He was lost. They didn't know where he was. So they hurry back to Jerusalem, and here he is, 
um, you know, talking to the high priests, talking to uh, the scribes, and uh, you know, this astonishing them and his answers and, and how much he knows about scripture and how much he knows about God because of course they had no clue that he was the son of God that he was indeed the second person of the trinity and uh, you know when we have those situations in life where we Mary and Joseph must have found or must have felt uh, fearful you know they 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 didn't know where their son is. And uh, myself being uh, a married priest with a son, um, you know, I, I think anyone who's a parent, who's, uh, who had, had, has had children, has had those situations where they are always fearful for their children's safety, where they want their children to be... Um, you know, with them all the time and, and know where their children are, know that the children are safe. But <laughs> as we know, we can't be around our loved ones 24 hours a day. You know, there's going to be times when, especially when the children grow older and go out on their own, we have to trust in God that God will protect them from all harm and danger. And God will give them that wisdom to make the right decisions in their lives to um, do what God wants them to do. So again, there's so many examples of how Mary and Joseph in the Holy Family's life can help us in our situations that we face in our own life. And... Uh, as we know a little bit uh, from a tradition, holy tradition, and from the uh, gospel stories, how Joseph taught uh, Jesus the trade of being a carpenter, and so you know Joseph provided with for his family, and it was you know very traditional at that time for them for the wife to be the a uh, home. Um, Giver, the, the, the person that, 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 uh, you know, is at home and, and, uh, does the meals and does the cleaning and does all that stuff. And the man, the male was the one who worked usually outside the home to provide the income, to provide the security. And <laughs> that is the traditional family model, uh, often found in the Old Testament and, and, you know, even up to, uh, our modern world up to probably 30, 40 years ago, that was the traditional model where, uh, the, where the family, the, the wife had a specific role and the husband had a specific role. And, uh, I know there's many people today that say, well, that's sexist. Well, that's, that's unfair. Why should the wife only be the one at home and the male provides? Well, um, probably it's not a, this, this is not the time to talk about that. That might be a different, uh, podcast I'd have to do, but the real gender rules of the male and female and how God created us to, to be. Uh, but this, the, to say for right now, 
Uh, it was, that was the way the Holy Family worked. Um, that, that, uh, Joseph was the protector. Joseph was the, um, uh, the one that provided the, uh, the house, the home and the, and the income to, you know, uh, to survive in society. And Mary was the homemaker, the one that, um, raised Jesus at home and, and off, uh, was the one that gave him, uh, that early education most likely when he was a child. So, um, you know, what do we learn again from this holy family? Well, I, I think the most important thing to learn is their faithfulness in God, their understanding of how they had to trust in God in every aspect of their lives through all their trials and tribulations, all their, um, all, all this, this, all the different, uh, things that they go through in life. You know, for us in our society today, uh, you know, they didn't have to deal with all, of course, the, the media that we have to deal with, the internet and all the different, um, things that, that we are tempted by. And, and how much there is on the web that, you know, is not necessarily godly, right? Uh, you know, that tempts us to think in a way that God probably doesn't want us to think. Uh, he wants us to be, um, he wants us to be faithful. He wants us to be trustworthy to him and to be sinless, of course. Um, and Mary and Joseph, were that perfect married couple in that way where their self-love for one another, um, their selflessness, their uh, total commitment to raise Jesus in the you know, Jewish faith as they knew it, uh, that was their, their main goals in life, you know. So as, as a family today, what is our goals? You know, when you look at your own family, what are the goals that you have for your family every day? You know, is it financial security? You know, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with being financially secure. We know that we have to have money for the things of this world. But is that our main focus? You know, um, do we focus on um raising our children to be spiritual to pray to be prayerful to go to church to uh make that as a priority in their lives you know how many families still do that you know i don't know it's hard to say anymore how many families make spirituality uh, their, their priority in life. Do they pray at home? Joseph and Mary obviously prayed at home and prayed with Jesus constantly and did the Jewish prayers. Do we do that as well at home? Do we pray and ask God for his assistance in all of our 
Um, things that we do in life. And finally, you know, um, I think the, the one thing that Mary and Joseph, the Holy Family, teaches us today is not to give up um, hope in, when things are going badly in their lives, you know. You know, when, <laughs> when Herod was, was trying to uh, find Jesus to kill him, a very, very terrifying time in their life. And they could have just said, well, you know, we're, we're going to stay in Egypt. We're going to stay away from Herod forever and do our own things. But no, God had a different plan for them. And they had to go back to an area where maybe they weren't the most comfortable, uh, to go back to a, a place where, you know, there was still danger involved, but, they still listened to the will of God. They still listened to God's call to go back to raise Jesus um, as the prophets uh, foretold uh, to raise him in Nazareth, right? And uh, sometimes we too, we we don't want to uh, listen to God because we think, well, um, that's, you no, know, what what God's asking me to do, I don't feel comfortable with. I don't want to do that. It's too risky for me. I, I want to just do my own thing. I want to be away from these other people that might cause me problems. <laughs> and, you know, God sometimes is saying, well, just follow my lead. Follow my, uh, the way that I'm going to, to ask you to do these things and things will work out fine because I am leading you. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Um, I enjoyed doing them. And uh, again, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and I will do another podcast in the very near future. God bless you.